The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hour number two here on a wonderful football Wednesday. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you here on the BetQL Network. Great to be on with our friends at Stadium for the next two hours. If you're watching us on Stadium, we appreciate you. We got a banger of the next two hours talking sports betting here with you on the way. Pro sports better Rob Bazola is going to join us in just a moment. 20 minutes from now, we'll be joined by Odyssey Sports NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Chris Felica, the bear from Fox Sports, stops by in 40 minutes. Will Brinson still to come? Eric Eager still to come as we get you set to bet and win this weekend on the National Football League and college football. So amazing guests on the way over the course of the next two hours here. So look, you're out there watching the show right now. You're listening to the show. You want to bet football this weekend? Duh. We've got experts joining us over the next two hours to help you win your bets this weekend on the National Football League and college football. Ken and I will also roll through the latest line movement for Week 10 in the NFL, including the Packers and the Steelers with Christian Watson practicing in full today for Green Bay. It's amazing. Like, this guy basically, like, breaks every bone in his body every single Sunday. Like, leaves on, like, a stretcher and then practices in full every Wednesday and is good to go. And then does nothing in any game, which is really great. But we'll talk about that Packers-Steelers game as we move along. The Lions and Charles as well. A line move there. Detroit going up to three. We'll talk about that and what it means in the betting market coming up later in the show. Final hour, power hour featuring all our bets for tonight. Bets of Steel NHL. Best of the best NBA. Golf bets for the Butterfield this weekend. You know, in Bermuda. And also a conversation in the power hour with our friend Matt Moore from the Action Network. All of Matt's NBA bets for tonight with a robust 14 games. Hashtag hardwood hysteria. Not quite the ring of uh, Frozen Frenzy, but hardwood hysteria tonight for the NBA. But joining us right now to kick off the fun and frivolity here, hour number two on this wonderful football Wednesday, is our good friend, the aforementioned Rob Bazola, pro sports better on Twitter, at his name, at Rob Bazola. You got to check out Rob's sports betting content company, The Hammer. Lots of uh, Hammer contributors come on our show, at The Hammer HQ on Twitter, and Rob's sports betting podcast circles off. You can find it wherever the hell it is that you find your podcast. My friend, welcome back to the show. Nick and Ken, happy week 10 in the NFL. 
Yeah, happy week 10 to you guys. I, I noticed you talking about Christian Watson on the lead-in, and there was a tweet this weekend where I almost fell off my chair. It was an Ian Rappaport tweet, but it was Packers wide receiver Christian Watson has been taken to the locker room with a chest injury, back injury, and he is being evaluated for a concussion. It's like, is it easier to just tell me what works? Is it easier to just tell me the things like what organs are Oh, oh and by the way, practicing in full, no issues. He's fine, guys. guys, Don't worry. But guys, hashtag full go. So it's it's all good. Uh, Rob, a really interesting set of games that you sent us that you want to go over. Nick and I always like look at him and go, Oh, like, I wonder what he likes in that game. Oh, that's kind of a weird one. Like, I wonder what he has there. I think Nick and I are both aligned on the side of Vikings and Saints coming up on Sunday in, in Minnesota. The total, we didn't really have a strong opinion on. It sounds like you do. This has basically been Saints two and a half, like, the entire week. Obviously, Josh Dobbs, like, the great, like, the best story of the season, maybe, in terms of what he did last week against the Atlanta Falcons. So, Saints two and a half and the total holding at 41. How are you kind of evaluating and handicapping Josh Dobbs' second start? with the Vikings, second uh, game with the Vikings, I should say. I wanted to have an opinion on the side just so I could say two and a half like you and Nick do on the show pretty Go regularly. <laughs> two and a I half. Can't, I can't, it, it would have to be like, it has to be natural. At some point it will happen, guys. Okay. I promise we'll get a two and a half by the end of the year where I can debut it. But uh, I bet the under in this game earlier today, I still like the under at 41. So uh, part of the handicap for this is that I don't think Minnesota – is going to be able to run the ball in this game. They already have a pretty bad rushing offense, sixth worst EPA in the entire league. And listen, the Josh Jobs story, don't get me wrong, it's great from a week ago. Coming in, you know, didn't know the cadence with the offensive line. Kevin O'Connell is telling him the plays through the headset, guys helping him out in the huddle. I get it. But the Atlanta Falcons did not prepare for Josh Dobbs last week. I'm a big proponent of quarterbacks coming in mid-game oftentimes catching the other team off guard, having not prepared for them. There's a lot of film on Josh Dobbs now that the Saints can use to prepare for. And remember, when Dobbs was with Arizona, as soon as James Conner got hurt, he completely fell off a cliff when they couldn't run the ball anymore. He's just not a good quarterback. And I think this is a bad matchup against the Saints defense. On the other side of things, Minnesota, yeah, they're very boomer bust. And I'm a little bit scared of the big play here with the Brian Flores defense. But what Minnesota does, is they mix in a lot of cover two. They play cover two at the second highest rate in the entire league. And if you look at Derek Carr this year, and for the majority of his career, he's been terrible against cover two defenses. The only quarterback in the league that's been worse against cover two this season has been Baker Mayfield. So I don't see a lot of points scored in this game. I kind of like the matchups for both defenses. I had this game at around 39 and a half as my true total. So I still like the under here. What is um my odds board's not working? What's the the current point spread in this game with the Vikings and the Saints, Rob? Two and a half. <laughs> Moving on to the Titans and the Buccaneers and the uh, the Will Levis Bowl. Will Levis, you'll love it at Levis starting for the Tennessee yeah. Titans. Uh with this is basically Rob now in Tampa. Uh pick the winner of the game. Baker, great game last week, but the defense gets absolutely nuked by CJ Stroud. Tampa hosting Tennessee. What do you got here? Who wins this game? So whenever I make numbers on a game, I also attach a confidence rating to that number. I have a very low degree of confidence in this game, but I'm still willing to bet Tennessee in this spot because I actually am a big believer in Levis. And why I have a little, little degree of confidence is that oftentimes you get more and more tape on these younger quarterbacks and they tend to go downhill over time. I think Levis could sneakily be really good. That was an impressive performance against Pittsburgh. I know it was only 16 points. He stood in the pocket there very well made some throws down the field now pittsburgh attacked him in different ways and it's very small sample size but whenever pittsburgh played man 
He struggled. Whenever he played zone, they played zone. Levis was able to move the ball through the air. Tampa plays a very low rate of man coverage, only 21% this year. Jamel Dean is banged up. They might be without his services this weekend as well. So I'm optimistic that Tennessee can move the ball in this game. What I saw from Tampa Bay last week was a big offensive output against a bad Houston Texans defense, but not a lot changed from their game planning. They're still very much this early down running team. They're struggling to generate anything on the ground. 29.5% rushing success rate this year. That's dead last in the league. I don't think they're going to find success running on Tennessee on early downs here. So all that, you got Vrabel against Bulls, which I think is a big mismatch as well. I like Tennessee as an underdog this week. What do you mean it's a mismatch? What are you saying about Todd Bulls? Uh, it, it's funny. Like I, I almost feel like if we saw like your hands during that answer, were you like furiously clicking to bet? Like the board just lit up completely with money coming in on Tennessee. This is like a pick everywhere right now instead of a minus one. Not like a giant move. Obviously, like one's not the most important number. Just interesting. Like as you're saying, you like a side that that side's getting bet right now. Maybe Tennessee ends up closing a favorite in the game. Uh, what are you doing with Seattle, Washington, Rob? I think this is still. It's kind of between six and six and a half. So Washington did take a little bit of money today, but we can call it like six and a half at BetMGM. Six and a half at BetMGM. Uh, what do you like here with the Commanders and the Seahawks? So first and foremost, I like to tell you guys whenever I see split action on a game over the course of the week, you guys have kind of seen it in the market already. I know a lot of people with opinions on this game that are differing opinions. I have no idea which way this is going to go. I make the Seahawks a seven-point favorite in this game, and I like Seattle. Um, Washington is changing on offense a little bit. They're making Sam Howell drop back less it's a lot more three-step drops instead of five or seven focus on getting the ball out of his hands a little bit earlier that's why he only took three sacks last week so I'll give them the benefit of the doubt moving forwards that maybe they're a little bit improved offensively but Howell has been terrible against zone coverage this year no one plays more zone than the Seattle Seahawks they do a really good job of that as well especially in cover three I really like that matchup for them on the other side of things big questions about Geno Smith what's going on with Geno Smith well he just played Cleveland and Baltimore, who are heavy man coverage teams. I've talked about this with you guys before, but Geno's entire career, he cannot beat man coverage, especially teams that play man coverage well. Now, Washington plays it at the 13th highest rate in the league, but they don't do it well. And they now have two defensive linemen that were like, that was the talk last week, right? All the Washington defensive linemen, nobody really wanted to focus on anything else in that game. And the fact that New England was missing receivers. And now it seems like a week later, they just beat the New England Patriots, and we're forgetting that they are not going to be able to generate a pass rush. I think this is a very good bounce-back spot for Seattle. If you don't want to lay the points, which is a little bit scary with the state of Seattle's offense, I don't mind a Washington team total under as well. There's some 19.5s and 20.5s in market. I don't mind that look if you prefer that, but I'll be betting the Seahawks this week. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Wonderful football Wednesday. Very happy to be talking week 10 in the NFL with our pal pro sports better Rob Bazzola of, uh, of the Hammer and the Circles Off Sports Betting Podcast on Twitter at Rob Bazzola. Rob, let's go to Monday Night Football. The Denver Broncos come off their bye and visit Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. And surprising to me, maybe I'm the only one that the Bills made like no changes coming off their loss on Sunday night to Cincinnati. I think Ken Dorsey big time on the hot seat. We'll see what happens in the wake of this game. Maybe they win or lose will obviously play a big role in that. Buffalo currently a seven and a half point home favorite against Russell Wilson, Sean Payton and the Broncos. Any bet for you on this game on Monday night? Yeah, so I caught your Monday show when I heard Ken talking about Denver being a sneaky good second half team. I kind of agree with that. And I also just want to keep fading Buffalo until 
we get to the point of like what Buffalo is now. Like it's been the buy point on Buffalo every single week for like five weeks now where people are trying to catch the bottom. And guess what? They're just not that good. There's a few things that are not working in their favor. Obviously, there's a bunch of defensive injuries, which are compounded from the Cincinnati game last week. Micah Hyde dealing with the stinger, Christian Benford, Terrell Bernard, who, uh, who's who been injured as well, AJ Klein, who's kind of taking the place of Matt Milano. Like, there's a lot of defensive injuries for Buffalo. On top of that, you got eight carries, eight scrambles from Josh Allen last week, which was more than expected. A lot of those when they were trailing. But I'm still not convinced he's totally right with the shoulder. His downfield passing has been a real problem this year. Chris Collinsworth did a great job of pointing it out on Sunday night as well. But you could see in the way that Allen was falling to the ground, he's very clearly trying to protect that shoulder. And he's just not as effective when he's not scrambling all that regularly. So I I don't think we've reached the bottom yet with Buffalo. Like As long as you're giving me these prices to bet against them, I'm going to keep doing it. Denver, in my opinion is a very good sneaky second half team because of the amount of defensive injuries they had this season. And it's now a fully healthy defense. That's not to say this is like a top five or 10 defense. They're probably still below average, but they're not the 32nd ranked defense in the league that the statistics are going to show in this game. So I think the seven and a half is very intriguing with the Broncos. And I'm actually with Ken in this one. I think they're very live in the game and a money line bet is not a bad idea here as well. Makes me very happy to hear you say that after you dumped all over my are the Canucks the best team in the NHL take to uh before we came back on the air and said not even close and they're like coming back to earth with a thud basically which is going to be really bad for my awards portfolio if any of that ends up happening we'll see we'll see what happens uh Rob what are you doing with the Steelers and the Packers uh Steelers I think you know the the narrative around them and it's been like talked about for a couple weeks now outgained in every game like the point differential is terrible but Mike Tomlin somehow figures out a way to like pull these games out of nowhere basically pull a rabbit out of a hat and beat a bunch of teams that they're kind of not supposed to beat okay well this is a little different they're they're favored and they're favored by kind of like field goal to more than a field goal against Jordan Love and the Packers this is kind of between three and three and a half Uh, what do we like in this game yeah so I I put this in the extra games because it's a little bit out of range right now but Pittsburgh minus three minus 115 would be a buy point for me so we're not quite there in this game the way that Green Bay won against the Rams last week is kind of how I envision the Steelers winning against Green Bay this week in an ugly affair we're not going to see their offense light the world on fire. They just don't have that capability. But their offense is better with Deontay Johnson on the field. It's it's a significantly different offense when Deontay Johnson's lining up across George Pickens than it is Pickens and Allen Robinson, who can't gain any separation whatsoever. But I'm just not a believer in the Packers at all. You look at Jordan Love this year. He has been brutal against any form of man coverage or cover one. Dead last EPA per play against both of those defenses. Pittsburgh mixes in a lot of cover one, a lot of man defense. They did this to Will Levis last week as well. And this includes when Aaron Jones has been on the field. Yes, it's a big difference with him out there as well instead of A.J. Dillon. But ultimately, people like this Steelers team, in a sense, kind of reminds me of the Vikings last year where everyone knows they're getting lucky and wants to fade them. But at these prices, I actually want to play them. I just don't think there's enough love for them They've had three steps down in class this year, guys. Las Vegas, the Rams, Tennessee, they've won them all. I think this is another one that they're going to win, but minus three, minus 115 is the target price. Rob, let's close with this. We have about a minute for this answer here. Sunday Night Football, Jets and the Raiders pick the winner of the game. I'm leaning strongly to the Jets, and I I just don't know that I can get there. So Aiden O'Connell, 34% of his throws are going past the sticks. That's a very low number. The only two lower in the league are Tyson Bajan and Daniel Jones this year. So it's been a very conservative offense. 
that's not really how you're going to beat the Jets. My only concern with fading the Raiders is that we might have like this Antonio Pierce effect. They obviously hated Josh McDaniels. I saw the clips of Devontae Adams on the sidelines at a courtside at a basketball game talking to the referee, and he's like, yeah. So I'm not quite there just yet, but if the Raiders take a little bit more money in this game and we get down to pick them, and it's literally just pick minus 110 type of situation, I'll probably fire on the Jets. And at least the Raiders, we know, will give stuff up on defense. The Jets won't do that. Rob, awesome stuff. Appreciate having you on the show. Strong takes on a lot of the games this week. I, I, yeah. I may end up laying three with the Steelers. I, I'm going to have Steelers money line, but I, I like the case a lot for Pittsburgh against Green Bay this coming weekend. you got to check out Rob's sports betting content company, The Hammer. Lots of guests from The Hammer come on our show at The Hammer HQ. Rob's sports betting podcast circles off and follow him on Twitter at Rob Bazola. My friend, we appreciate it. Best of luck with all the bets this weekend. Two and a half, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Good luck this week. Do you want to say it for us one more time? Two and a half. The great Rob Pozzola joining us here. On the other side, we'll ask Brian Baldinger to say two and a half in a falsetto. (laughs) No, we won't. Baldy joins us next, breaking down all the games for NFL Week 10. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.